0: All right, that song you just heard was from the amazing artist from Soundstripe. That's right. Mr. Mike Hampton, tell us how they can save money.
1: They can use our code UncleDadTalks10.
0: Yes, that gives you 10% off 10. your your first month subscription to this. Glorious, glorious website. It's a beautiful library of music that you can grab anything you need to make your albums, your your unboxing videos, your content videos, any video or of any kind, or even just music-driven stuff or podcast, you can get it here. Not only that, we also do sound effects and another bunch of great stuff as well. Soundstripe is truly the best place to go as you're becoming an independent artist. So I can't recommend it enough. Go check it out, soundstripe.com and use promo code Talks 10 Now, we have been talking about this next partner, uh, here and there, and I have to check in with you as I always do every week. Have you drank any of your rays yet? I did. Did you really?
1: I did. I raised. Uh, yes.
0: You, you raised. Hey, did you raise some hell?
1: <laughs> yes. Hell was raised. So, Absolutely.
0: Very fitting for today's episode. Uh, nice. tell me, uh, your thoughts on it, sir.
1: On hell. Well, <laughs> It's hot. <laughs> um, I went uh, fishing on the ocean and didn't get much sleep because we had to get up at the crack of dawn to get out there. And I reached for a raise and and yeah, it definitely gave me a boost. I felt great. I didn't have like a bad crash after, so I'm I'm all about it.
0: I, uh, which raise did you drink? Do you remember what flavor?
1: I think it was the, it was a powder pack. And
0: uh, oh, you did the powder. I did the powder. Oh, so you did the pre workout. The pre workout. <laughs> you did a pre workout. For hey, hey. <laughs> well, I had to reel
1: those fish in, man. You know,
0: <laughs> I, was... I guess you're right. I guess, uh, I guess you're uh you're right you need to get that extra energy to uh, to get some fish out you had to raise the fish up right that's right. That's right. Very good. <laughs> um, yes Sweet we are good. talking about raise energy drinks uh by rep sports that is our newest sponsor uh it is one of the best products in the energy game what I think is so great about them is that like kind of how mike said there is no crash there is no over jittery feeling it's very uh, there's no sugars there's you no know, no carbs it's it's everything you want out of a healthy energy drink it is some of the best you're gonna get, uh, great value in the price too, and the best part is we are giving everybody 15% off their purchase. All you gotta do is go to repsports.com. That's r e p p sports.com. Use promo, uh, find any item you want. Use promo code all under, all lowercase Uncle Dad, and they'll give you 15% off. But it doesn't stack with promotions, so just keep that in mind. But what is cool is that. Every time you support them, you also support our show, and we appreciate that very much. Now that we got that out of the way, Mike, tell them why I was saying raise some hell.
1: Well, because our guest today is a Church of Satan person. (laughs)
0: that is correct now they're
1: straight from hell (laughs) the
0: the, uh the unholiest of holy if you will yes now if you haven't read the title before clicking this then you're probably in for a shock but yes we are speaking to magister bill m uh from the church of satan now i want to make it very clear here this is an open conversation we just want to get information about it we aren't claiming that we believe in, in the church of Satan, or we, we doubt them. It's just a form of conversation. We want to talk to get, to get informed because you can't be informed if you have no information. So that's kind of, (laughs) so that's what we're here for. It's to kind of get that information uh, and talk about stuff like that. I think I want to just make it very clear that we aren't stating that, Oh, Hey, we're, we are, you know, followers of the church of Satan. And we're not saying we're not, it's just, this is just a healthy conversation of somebody's view because if we can talk about politics, we can talk about religion as well. And uh, I think that's the beauty of our show, Mike, that everybody is welcome. We can talk so long as you're not hurting anybody or, you know, doing anything truly evil. I think they're allowed to have an opinion and talk on the show. What do you think,
1: Mike? Yeah. I just think we do, we try to give our audience a range of viewpoints and just kind of educate on what's out there and it doesn't mean anything other than hey this is what's going on out there in the world and and now you know about it
0: absolutely and um i think you said it the best and i you know i think everybody's in for a very interesting episode uh it was definitely a very informative episode and i feel like if i could be honest here our episodes have been pretty informative recently uh our last episode we announced uh, our beer from clandestine so big shout out to clandestine that episode was wildly informa- informative and what i think is great about our show is that we go from from rock stars to beer to church of satan
1: yeah, that's <laughs> right we've covered it all
0: we cover it all man and we're going to continue to cover it all I do want to go ahead and uh, kind of quickly announce something. Uh, Mike, this is going to be a uh, sprung on you as always.
1: I mm, love it. <laughs> Please spring,
0: spring away. <laughs> uh, what that is, is from April 16th, sorry, May 16th through 18th. Mike and I will be at the Days of the Dead Con in Las Vegas. So come down, check us out, say hi. We'll be walking around doing press and we would love to meet some of the Uncle Dad community.
1: That's right.
0: So not really really a surprise.
1: Yeah, I knew about that.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Mike, before we start the show, do you got any starting words?
1: Well, yeah. Let's just not be stupid (laughs) in this interview. Let's
0: Let's, be smart. Let's be smart. Uh, We'll be right back after this break.
1: Hey, everyone. Baby Gabe here with a quick pre-interview break. First off, we've rebranded. Uncle Dad Comics is now Uncle Dad Studios. We've gone through a lot of changes over our first year and have grown past just covering comic books. We decided to change the name because we cover various topics and industries on the podcast and we have big plans for the future. You can now find Uncle Dad on Instagram at Uncle Dad Studios, but can still find me at Baby Gabe underscore udt and Mike at Mike Hampton Art. Reach out to us if you think there's a certain topic you think we should cover on the show. We'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed the interview, consider giving us a review on whichever podcasting app you use that allows it. It supports the show and helps us get in front of more people. More announcements will be coming soon, but until then, I'll hand you back to Uncle Dad and Mike. Take care.
0: All right, uh, Mike, we are here with our guest, the, uh, hopefully this is fair to say, but the uh, the unholy Magister Bill M. Uh, Bill, Hello. Hello. Uh, Welcome to uh, the show. We are uh, very uh, excited to have you on. Uh, You are definitely one of our most uh, provocative guests, I would say, but uh, I'm very excited to talk to you about this. And I think uh, I'm going to start off with a very general statement because I feel like this is the best way to kind of start the show with this, is what is Satanism?
2: So when we're talking about Satanism, it is not the same as Satan worship. It's Satanism. And I would say it's embracing the life-enriching things which have traditionally been given the devil's name. So uh, pride, lust, earthly success, rational self-interest, atheism, humor, science, nonconformity, being selective about whom we love. You know, spiritual religions have traditionally condemned these things as being shameful sins, but uh, we take them as empowering ideals. And we also recognize the psychological power and the fun of symbolism and aesthetics. So we pick uh, Satan as mythology's most fitting mascot for what we're about.
0: What's, what's fascinating about that is um, I, I recently watched that documentary as I'm sure you know, the Hail Satan documentary. Do you, are you familiar with that? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, do you have opinions about that?
2: <laughs> oh, I certainly do. But uh, uh, well, before
0: on. I actually do want to hear your opinions on that. Uh, but uh, before I, I do that, one of the comments that they said in there was the reason why we call it uh, Satanism, because we don't have anything else to call it. Would you agree with that statement?
2: Yeah, the people who made that are pretty clueless, that uh, whole organization <laughs> who made uh, that group it was really just a 90 minute commercial for their thing
0: interesting so tell me about that because i I am curious to talk to you about that because so i had recently watched that and i had thought is this an accurate representation because with any documentation or any documentary right it's always like how accurate is this to what's really going on whatever it's politics or saving the the fish whatever it is right and so since this is you know your realm can you tell us you know how accurate really is that documentary
2: not really at all i mean it's made by this political stunt group that calls themselves the satanic temple um i actually know uh, the guy who calls himself lucian greaves his name's doug mesner he used to be a member of the church of satan actually um and i kind of consider them they're like the westboro baptist church with horns really it's like they're into publicity stunts rather than you know presenting an actual religion initially they hired actors claiming to be satan worshipers and their own high priest brian werner quit after realizing that they really have nothing to do with satanism you know they, they are social justice warriors who wear pentagrams it's really <laughs> what they are Is and it's any- fine if if if, if it, i mean that's fine if that's what you feel you know you have a cause to do but don't call it satanism they use satanism, satanism as a mm-hmm. costume pretty much and journalists um you know just assume okay anybody who says they are satanist must be and
0: interesting you know,
2: I mean, they, they're really just a political stunt group. They show up where Christians are and just try to just mimic what they're doing in satanic garb. That's But I haven't seen any signs of them being an actual religion. They certainly don't represent Satanism.
0: Huh. Say. Th- that's, the, that's fascinating because um I would feel like, you know, I would say 90% of the audience who watches that documentary, right? Like not going into knowing what Satanism is. It's like, they're going to think, oh, that's that's what it is, right? Like that's, this is what it is. And so- that's a very good insight on that. I think um, what what, what, we, what would you say is the proper like the proper way Satanism would be treated? Then, like, is it's what's the the difference between the two?
2: Well, I mean, again, they're a they're a political group, and that's really all they are. That uses the the label of Satanism, the you know, I guess the fear of that to try to do stunts against Christians, and that's it. I've seen no sign that they have an actual religion to present. Gotcha. They have this list, yeah, they, I mean, they made up this list called the seven tenets, which they did only because they were protesting a Ten Commandments statue, and so, right, yeah. okay, we, we want to make Christians look like the bad guys, let's come up with a list of seven things that seem more agreeable and have more mass appeal than the Ten Commandments. Well, not really hard to do.
0: <laughs> right,
2: right. Um, but uh, that's not Satanism. Satanism, you know, we're the we're adversarial. That's what the word Satan means, it means adversary in the original Hebrew word, and... You're trying to do things for a mass appeal and in the name of satan that it, it just makes zero sense to me
0: what is a um what is an average what does an average uh what is it called again i'm sorry uh oh, like right. a service thank you guys sermon. <laughs> okay. sermon. sermon there you go yeah it's like oh my uncle dad is not on his point right now
2: <laughs> well satanism is not actually a congregational religion we don't have weekly services we do have rituals and any individual satanist can pick up the satanic bible and there's a basic ritual that's there and there are other things we can do we do occasionally get together for group rituals but it's not necessary at all so in satanism you would do a ritual if you feel the need for it if there's an emotional need for it not something you you go to every week out of you know out of habit we don't drag ourselves to you know to the (laughs) pew once a week
0: right things like that yeah because when you say like if there's an emotional need is that something like this depending on the situation so let's say like I'm going through the hardest time at work, then I would, Mm -hmm. that's how I would go about.
2: Yeah, you could certainly utilize some of the rituals we have because we realize ritual is a man-made thing, ceremony and symbolism and all that. They're man-made things, but they're very powerful psychological tools. And we kind of recognize their strengths psychologically. So we think if you can put yourself in that situation where you can have an emotional release, it can be very cathartic and help you focus on whatever personal goals you have. So it's it's a tool you know that we have in our toolkit.
0: That's that's it's pretty fascinating. I think so. I, what I what I'm very very curious about too about learning about the Satanism. Um, I would say religion, right? I would say Satan Satanism. Religion. Yeah, I call it a religion. Okay. How how would you like? How does one, like I guess, become a part of the pack, if you will? Like, do you just go? Do you just do I just say, hey, Bill, I want to become a member of the <laughs> the <laughs> the church? How does that work?
2: Well, you don't have to join the Church of Satan to be a Satanist. Um, all we say is a requirement for Satanism is you read the Satanic Bible. So you, you read what Satanism is about and you decide, okay, is this something that fits me? Does it something that resonates with me? Because there's a certain personality type and other ideals that go in with that. Uh, we're one of the few religions that says not everybody can join. If anything, uh, you know we get some people... Well, we get people all the time who are like, you know, oh, I, I really, really want to be a Satanist. And it's kind of like we see from their beliefs and their actions. It's like, yeah, this this thing isn't really for you. Maybe you should try something else.
1: Bill, let me ask a question. What what makes the the Church of Satan choose Satan? Because I think, you know, when people don't know much about it, they hear Satan, they think of the little, the guy with the devil horns or whatever, and he's a bad guy. What Obviously, that's not the, the, the same message mm-hmm. that once I started looking at your website and, and such, but what makes the, the Church of Satan choose Satan as like its symbol, I guess?
2: Well, like I said, Satan means the adversary and we are the adversarial and all of the general things spiritual religions are against and we're for the carnal, not the spiritual. And when Satanism was formed, it was formed, you know, in 1960s America when it was first codified. And here in Western culture, the most famous um, adversarial character from mythology is Satan. Now, had the principles of Satan been founded in another time and another place, another culture, another century, maybe it would have ended up having a different name. But uh, Satan is the most, I think, apt character and the most stimulating character for that. So you, you need a ma- mascot that drives mm-hmm. some emotion.
1: Yeah, and I also noticed there's a lot um, you really tied to nature, or like kind of you worship—not worship, but you. Mm -hmm. You celebrate the the equinox of each um, time of year, and it seems like a lot more connection to to the earth and nature than it is anything else, I guess, right? Is
2: that fair to say? Well, yeah, because we do explicitly say in Satanism that humans are animals, and that seems to be one of the most fundamental things that goes directly against all the spiritual religions trying to say... That, no, you're more than an animal and that you, there's something virtuous about being less animal-like and we're, we're a Satanist. We take, you know, the opposite approach saying, no, you have a, you know, you have carnal drive and carnal desires and some of those things should be met and not bottled up. And with that, with the equinox and those sorts of things, yeah, we do acknowledge, you know, those points of the year because we are here in nature, here on the earth. And I think... You know the, the shifting of the seasons in those holidays is more significant than say acknowledging like the birth of a mythical character. Right.
0: right. I I'm I'm curious too. Like, how does the the system work? Like, I mean, I don't really understand. Like, because you know what's I guess a standard not a standard religion, but a, a any religion. There's always like a hierarchy, right? How does the hierarchy mm-hmm. work in the Church of Satan?
2: So the hierarchy that we have in the Church of Satan is. Mostly based on, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of an award ship. It's it, things that you know, you've been granted and titled. As a magister, I don't lead, you know, again, I don't lead congregations, uh, you know, things in weekly services. I have conducted group rituals. I have conducted satanic weddings and funerals and the like, but Satanism doesn't, you have a regular pastor like that. So we give out titles based off of, um, you know, when we see individuals who are excelling, are they applying Satanism in their lives? Um, do they have a great grasp of the topic? Can they come on to shows like this and explain it well? And you know, and uh, we recognize that, and we give uh, award positions and titles based off of that. Who,
0: who awards them though is like who's the who's like what would you call the top person then? Because there has to be a top person, right? Or... Yeah.
2: So right now, Magus Gilmore is a high priest. Okay, and so he'd be a high priest. Yeah, then. Big, gotcha. Yeah, there, yeah, there'd be high priest we have a high priestess as well we don't when it comes to gender we don't uh have any rules about you know saying that only men can be priests or any kind of nonsense like that It's you know equal across there
0: oh that's awesome Uh,
2: but yeah we we do have a high priest peter h gilmore who uh, because you do need as an organization you know have have a figurehead have a head that can be a face uh when you know when it comes time to that and be representative and so
0: on when did the, um? I, I am very curious here, what's the, when did the journey of Satanism start for you, if I may ask?
2: So for me, I've always been interested in religion. I've always been fascinated by that, always been fascinated by rituals and symbols and ceremony and so on. And I was raised in a Catholic household in a very Jewish neighborhood. And I had a friend who was Hindu. So I always knew about the existence of other religions. And I had... Done New Age dabbling and occult dabbling and looked into Far Eastern stuff and couldn't really find something that fit me. And it wasn't until years later, in like my early 20s, I had uh, discovered the Satanic Bible. I had always heard about Satanism because I grew up in the 1980s during the the satanic panic hysteria, as it's now called, when uh, people really believed there were roving bands of devil worshipers hiding in every town and abducting <laughs> you know, babies. And if yeah. you listen to heavy metal, especially backwards, well, that would turn you into a devil worshiper and so on. But it was you know, years after that. And in my 20s, I picked up and read the Satanic Bible, and it just really completely resonated with me. And not everybody will have that experience with that book and other people resonate to other religions and you know we say that's fine but uh that that was where it really um you know hit me and then it was about a year after that i decided to go join the church of satan and then as, as i was doing more with satanism applied for active membership and sort of went from there
0: yeah it's um it's it's fascinating to see that because it's like with any religion right or really any any sort of movement it's like you if you when it resonates with you it just resonates with you right and it, it hits you in a, in a way, and and I and I find it fascinating when when we connect to things like that because it's like, well, why why do we connect to things like that? And and I don't mean that negatively. It's just it's just such an interesting thought, right? It's like yeah. you know you're, you're looking for something, and then one day it hits your lap, and you're like, wow, this yeah. is this is what I I, I needed. And Satanism maybe the call, you know, for for you others, you know, maybe not for me. Or mm-hmm. but I but I think it's great to talk about it because it's it's such a I feel like everybody looks Here's that word, Satan, and they just fear for themselves, right? Yeah.
2: Well, Which just shows it's, you know, I guess we chose it for good reasons. It still, still works. You know?
0: it's, it still works in the sense of fear, but how do you do good with a fearful title? How does that work? What do you think?
2: Well, yeah, it's an interesting question, doing good. I mean, it depends on what we mean by doing good. I mean, everybody thinks they're doing good, even, sure. you know, jihadists who, uh, who run planes into buildings think they're doing all his work.
0: You're right.
2: So, yeah, there is some subjectivity to that. I mean, I do believe as a Satanist, even as, uh, you know, I'm animal. And within that uh, comes, there is a degree degree of personal responsibility because I realize my actions have consequences. And I also realize there is, you know, I believe there is no God looking out for me. Um, It is up to me to take the responsibility. I'm ultimately responsible for what happens in my life. Interesting. So I have to be courteous as a citizen as well.
0: <laughs> and you know, for everybody, because it's, I, I, it's be in my art. best
2: rational self-interest, you know. Sure, sure. If I, if I walk around, you know, being a bastard to the people, well, somebody's eventually going to be bad to me. Right. It's only natural.
0: But now, but I think um, with with uh, I think the common mm-hmm. conception is that you guys are like, like, just I don't want to say evil, but I think people would yeah. would think that, right? And it's like. Well, to my understanding, you guys do a lot of help for like different organizations too, correct?
2: Well, no, that's completely up to the individual Satanist. It's up to the individual Satanist if he or she wants to do philanthropy or to get into some kind of political or social cause. That's fine within Satanism. It's ultimately up to the individual because we are shamelessly selfish individuals, we say that in Satanism, we operate on rational self-interest. If I want to, if a Satanist wants to go donate, say, to some charity or organization, it's ultimately because of self-interest. It's because, you know, this is, I feel happier when I'm giving, or I'd like to see the world in a certain state. And I think this other charity or this other group can go help, you know, fulfill that cause. But we are not under any obligation to, to really do things for humanity. You know, it's the way I see it. It's also up to the individual to go go decide that. So, what's how does the Church of Satan? I don't, I take it you
1: guys don't recruit people, but how do you go about getting more people part of the church to, to be part of the, the Satanism?
2: We just put, you know, our literature and everything else out there, and people eventually find it. Like where where know, would so. I find literature? Like, where, where would you, where would it you be? Go to, you can go to churchofsatan.com. Uh, we have lots of uh, you know free essays on there, the Satanic Bible, other books by Anton Levay as well as uh, Peter H. Gilmore have been available in bookstores. You can go into Barnes and Noble. Find the satanic Bible. So a lot of it has come through people stumbling across it. Some people initially, I, I know some Satanists who got into it first, like as a joke, like they wanted to go and rage Christians and they got some, you know, satanic looking stuff. And then they stopped and like read it and say, Hey, wait a minute. Like, I actually agree with a lot of this stuff here. Let me actually look more into this beyond the shock value and see what's here. Yeah, so
1: there's not like, uh, you know, you, I forget what religion it is. Maybe it's Jehovah's Witness, the people that will stand in don't, front of a, <laughs> a, 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 a storefront with little pamphlets and handing them out to yep. people or
2: knocking on doors. No, no, no. We <laughs> don't. We, any of that. we don't. No. no, we don't proselytize and we don't recruit. Um, yeah. I think first and foremost, because it's antithetical to Satanism, because this is a religion that's not for everybody. And to try to get somebody into it when they're not really into it, it's not helpful for them. certainly certainly not helpful for us. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if anything, we're telling more people, it's like, no, go away. You don't know, you know, what you're talking about when people approach us for the wrong reasons and without an understanding.
0: I can't, can't I, I want to ask, um, can you kind of explain to us how a ritual works?
2: Sure. Before I get into it, I just want to quickly say, and this is not a dig at you guys, but we get asked about ritual so often, and I just find it kind of amusing because we spend so little of our time really doing it. It's an important part of the end of the religion. I think it's an important part of religion in general and what separates religion from just philosophy that you have ceremony and symbolism and so on. Sure. But um, a standard satanic ritual, there's one given in the satanic Bible and it, that's kind of like a blueprint you can take, embellish with your own work. So you have a setting, I would say, where you suspend disbelief and that is you go into a setting where it's a psychological setting sort of how like if you were really enjoying a book or a movie you kind of suspend disbelief you know it's fictional but to get really into it you have to kind of immerse yourself emotionally a bit in in that world and i think you can do the same thing when within the context of a ritual chamber by having the trappings having candles and lightings something to set the ambience you know like music
0: is it so, almost like creating a fantasy almost?
2: Yeah, it is. In fact, okay. um, if you look at the back of the Satanic Bible, like the book classification the publishers gave is fantasy.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Which,
2: which is an, yeah. Which I, I thought at first, I'm like, oh, well, that's silly. That's ridiculous. But I thought about it more. I was like, well, actually, you know, that is kind of true. Not fiction, but, you know, fantasy that we know what we're doing here and the rituals is, is fantasy. It's something that it's an intentional sure. fiction you make for yourself. Sure. And then when it's done you know, you, you kind of get all that off your chest and go back to the real world.
0: The reason why I brought up about the ritual is because yeah. um, I, I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and I met mm-hmm. a lot of people in that circle and I've had multiple people tell me, oh yeah, I partake in Church of Satan type rituals, but no one could ever give me a description of what was happening. So I was always just kind of confused by that because that's like, well, what, what is it? But I think the, the clarity is just, it is like a fantasy type setting and to what you're saying, it makes sense to me, but I just I feel like yeah. it is kind of hard to explain, even though it doesn't happen. I mean, what I is a, Do you disagree with that? Or
2: no, it 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 is inherently kind of hard to explain because it is something that we define as a very subjective and emotional experience, and to try to put that into practical words sometimes is you know is tough and trying try to yeah trying to explain it
0: oh i'm, I'm sure uh, it's almost yeah. like you know again like any other religion right like yeah. where they like you know i'm sure like with the you know judaism right like the idea of some people take passover very very emotional very serious like right yeah. so it's probably that same conviction right uh i think I, I don't know i i just think it's fascinating to know that as a human uh, as, a, as, a, as a race we have the ability to believe in anything and i think mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing that we all have this 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 type of freedom to do so and and it's even with the church of satan it is almost like the it's the rock and roll of of uh of a religion almost right like it i don't know if you would agree with that but yeah it's like you know that very um i i I don't know i i just find it i find it fascinating to to know that it isn't just a a statement it is something much more you know it's something much more in depth than that and i think the documentary that and i and i I apologize if i keep bringing it up but i mean that's literally what what was a huge impact into how i discovered satanism was through the documentary and uh, yeah. well, it's... some people
2: ironically find it through like Christian propaganda too. You know, they will find anti Satanism stuff and. Ironically, find their way to Satanism through it,
0: which is actually I wanted to bring that up next. Is okay. you know through the uh, different like religions, ha- how does that you know help your guys? as uh, I don't want to say membership numbers, but like help people get into Satanism. Like, is that like a big key to it as well? Like other religions talking negatively about you guys.
2: You know, again, it, people will find it on their own, and they do find it on their own. We're not trying to go for sure, sure a certain number of members. We're always going to be a minority. Satanists always will be, which is something. I I see a lot of other people don't really understand when they think, well, we have to make Satanism, uh, you know, we we have to get it to be socially acceptable and fully integrated in society. It's like, no, no, it, it's Satanism. About how many members? Um, I do not know the exact membership count of the Church of Satan, and we have always not revealed that a while ago. Our, our founder made the choice years ago. Anton LaVey had made the choice to... Not reveal the membership numbers. His reasoning was, if it was something that seemed too large to people, people might consider us a threat and give us a home desk, give us a hard time. Or if the numbers seemed too low, people might not take us seriously. Hmm. So I don't know what the membership number is.
0: Do people consider like I don't want to say a threat because I feel like that's too it's too brutal. But mm-hmm. do 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 you feel that a lot of people see you guys as just a pure malicious group rather than being? people that practice like a safe, you know, type religion.
2: Yeah, it's it's funny. I mean, the the stereotypes and the perceptions go completely over the spectrum. Like on the one hand, you have the people who assume, oh, you know, you're just a bunch of teenagers who listen to heavy metal and listen and, you know, live in your parents basement. And then on the other hand, there's the idea of us being like the Illuminati (laughs) and that we control the world banks yeah, everything (laughs) like that, you know. I'm just amused that those those are like two of the exact opposites, but like we still get those both those stereotypes. It's bizarre. You know, people have the different perceptions. And I guess it's a lot of that is because a lot of people simply don't and probably, you know, might not ever run into an open Satanist. And if they run into what they think is Satanism, they only know about it through maybe a horror movie or through Christian propaganda, or they knew that one metalhead in middle school who carved pentagrams on the desk and called <laughs> himself a Satanist, you know, and and stopped doing it once he went to high school and got a girlfriend, you know, uh, you, you know, so people have the different perceptions all based on those sorts of things. So but I mean, could... if, if we really cared about public approval, we wouldn't call ourselves Satanists, but i I do think it's good to correct misinformation when i see it
1: yeah i was looking at the website and it says you know the church of satan it's you're actually atheist so you're not believing in like any higher being as a god but but I, when i would when i hear church of satan i mean you know i would think oh those guys they worship the devil and mm-hmm. that means then the devil according to you know christian you know, beliefs in the bible is this bad thing and he's in the bible as a bad guy so Theoretically, you guys would be bad, but I'm looking on your website and a lot of the things that I see that, you know, like your your rules, 11 satanic rules of the earth, they're actually like good, you know, that's carrying good things. Like you're not doing bad work at all. You know, it's quite well, the opposite, right?
2: Yeah, maybe to you. But of course, if you read those things, yeah, to traditional spiritual religions, not just Christianity, but others, yeah, what we're doing is completely evil to actually, Take self-responsibility to actually not be shameful about lust, to actually want more money for yourself or <laughs> anything like that, you know. That's all considered evil. So I mean the way I see it as a Satanist is well, if they're gonna call it evil, then okay, call me Satanist, then.
1: Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at number three, number four. Number three is when you go into another's lair, show yeah. him respect or else do not go there. Mm-hmm. And then number four, if a, a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and lair, of course, doesn't have to be your own house. I mean, your lair could be inside your car. You know, sure. Here, your your show right now. This is your lair. So yeah, interesting. Yeah.
0: It's such a it's it's so. Intriguing to me. It really is. Um, I I have to ask you, can you Mm -hmm. tell me a little more about your your show you host, by the way?
2: So, yeah, I've been doing The Devil's Mischief uh, for about 18 years now. No, 17 years. So it's a comedy and novelty show that I do. uh, We're part of Radio Free Satan. So Radio Free Satan is a whole series of podcasts put together by Church of Satan members that we launched back in 2000. And I've been doing a comedy and novelty show there where I play, you know, recordings Of uh, stand-up comedy, movie excerpts, novelty songs, obscurities like that. And the way I think that ties in with Satanism is I do think humor is an inherently satanic thing because it is the precise opposite of piety and, you know, the sanctimonious. And to find uh, humor, satire, ridicule can just, uh, if you find the right one, it can shake down any dogma and expose lies through ridicule and all that
0: so when when it comes to like selecting your your stand-up if you will do mm-hmm. you just because you, you you play only vinyl correct
2: no no i mean most recently i was playing a couple of vinyl excerpts but no i have i, I have hundreds of comedy cds that i own you know that i've ripped uh you know, vinyl and then i i might uh have bootleg recordings or things like that so and i get it from a lot of different sources
0: What's the uh, what's like the go-to comedian, or is there a go-to comedian?
2: Well, I'd have to say George Carlin is uh, one that shows up uh, more often than not, and not just because of his religion-bashing stuff. Okay, I sincerely <laughs> think he had like a lot of good satanic ideals. I I think if you read the introduction to his book Brain Droppings, just has a lot of philosophically satanic points to it on his uh you know his misanthropy and his independence and so on i also run the website georgecarlin.net do you yep, i created that mainly because i was getting really sick of seeing all of these misattributed quotes to carlin on the internet so i wanted to straighten out you know the truth from the lies there
1: what is involved in your role with the church of satan what, what do you do on a day-to-day basis Where do you, i mean i assume you have like a a job and then and then you do this as well or is this your job
2: no, I mean, I do have a daytime job that actually pays the bills. And then when it comes to my role in the Church of Satan, now well, like I said, the titles are honorary, and uh, we don't, nobody's obligated to do anything with the, with the roles. but uh, I like taking more of an active role. I run several discussion groups online and you know this is my podcast and of course shows like this where i you know i come in as a media representative because you know we get re- requests to uh you know to do an article or to do a podcast or radio interview whatever mm-hmm. show up for those as well
0: when you go when you go and do your like the, the the church of satan i guess tour if you will what is the the question you wish you weren't asked all the time
2: Ooh, that's a good question and it wasn't asked all the time um I don't mind talking about ritual but I, I did I did have to mention something as I mentioned earlier. Sure, know, I, sure. I don't mind doing it and I don't blame you at all for bringing it up but again I just find it amusing that shows up a lot. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a, about it. I've gotten uh, been asked like some strange questions like off the list. Usually questions have like nothing to do with us like when I get questions about Aleister Crowley and this and that and it's right. like Okay, well he was a Thelemite. It's a completely different religion and you know with its own beliefs and rules and everything.
0: Interesting. Um, have you ever had to kick anybody out of the church?
2: Oh yeah. That that's happened uh a number of times before. Some people do leave when I mean we're not a cult and some people sure. do leave voluntarily. Some people leave because they get different religious beliefs over time. They decide, okay, I I've kind of had a change in beliefs in this and I can't really honestly call myself a Satanist anymore. So, you know, they they usually part peacefully other people we've yeah yeah other people we've kicked out when they were just being um uh, just being complete pests and just being just complete assholes to people uh, I don't know if, assuming I can swear on this podcast yes
0: you can say as okay. swear as much okay. as you want
2: other people have once in a while you know somebody will seemingly go off the deep end uh we've kicked people out for associating with other groups that um uh, explicitly condemn us and spread lies about us <laughs> so uh, what groups uh, are those,
0: well,
2: Can we ask? Yeah, like one of the ones you mentioned earlier <laughs> oh, <laughs> that came up okay. early in this. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> you're, you're free in the Church of Satan. You can join any other organization you want so long as it's not somebody who is a you know explicitly trying to bash us or replace us, rival us, or is doing uh, criminal activity because sure. we don't have tolerance for that. As an, I think any organization sensible organization has something like that in place.
0: When when a big like I guess you would say like a big political movement happens, does the Church of Satan get involved in like for example, I'll throw up um, like Black Lives Matter during the George Floyd stuff. Does Church and Satan show their support for that or what does or does that kind of like completely 100 percent on the individual and they can't say, oh, you know, we're part of the Church of Satan, we're supporting You know, Black Lives Matter.
2: So the short answer is no. To get into more detail, it is completely up to the individual Church of Satan member whether they want to go support some cause or, you know, other organization like that. If a Church of Satan member wants to support Black Lives Matter, they're freely welcome to. And you have members that condemn Black Lives Matter, not out of any kind of racial basis, but, uh, you know, the, there are some questions about where their money is funded, you know, where their money goes to. There's been some evidence it goes to a place called Thousand Currents and Act Blue and doesn't actually, like, only 4% goes to actually help black communities. So it still comes down to the individual Satanist of what they feel is in his or her best interest and what they want to support. But I would say those expecting the Church of Satan to, su- we'll will, will continue using Black Lives Matter. Here's this example, support Black Lives Matter. Somebody even tagged us like on Twitter and uh, said, you know, hey, Church of Satan, you should support Black Lives Matter or, or state here that you support. And it's like, okay, first of all, No, it should be up to the individual because Satanism is, we put the individual above the collective. It's about the individual, whether they want to support that or not. Second of all, do you really think it would help Black Lives Matter if they said Black Lives Matter receives support from the church of Satan? No. Well, when you say it like that.
0: But but what but what if it could? Where it's like, I obviously I you know I, maybe I'm speaking facetiously, but like, yeah. what 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 if it could? Like, what if we we said one, uh, you know, hundred thousand members of the Church of Satan all rallied together to show their support? I mean, that might be a, a good publicity change, right?
2: Well, uh, publicity publicity change for who? For us? I mean, we're
0: maybe. not. I, right, I,
2: I mean, we're not looking for public, uh, you know, acceptance. Like I said, we're Satanists, right? And if There were 100,000 of us members who wanted to go support that. You could do that individually, and you can do that without doing it in the name of the Church of Satan. Like, why would you do that? Gotcha. Uh, And again, not to mention it would backfire against something
0: like that. Gotcha. I
2: mean, one of the stupidest supports I saw was when people were claiming to be Satanists and showing up at abortion Rallies saying, you know, pro-choice, like you know, we're we're satanists here to support pro-choice. It's like, what is the biggest stereotype of satanism that that we sacrifice babies? And it's like, how are you helping the pro-choice movement at all by showing up and saying, yes, satanists are with you guys? I mean, the people on the other side are largely, you know, fundamentalist Christians, and if they they see that, they're like, oh well, there you go. See, the our opposite, you know, the people opposite from us are associated with Satanism, so again, it, it doesn't help Satanism, and it doesn't help whatever cause it is you're jumping into. Uh,
1: how does how does the Church of Satan fund itself? Is it is it cost to be a part a membership fee, or yep. do you guys just take
2: do- strictly donations? Or we yeah. take a one time lifetime membership fee mm. for people who want to join, and then that's all we do. Individuals who want to go set up, you know, their own events affiliated with the church of satan might um you know charge money to cover their own individual costs that they're putting on but otherwise that's it
0: so like for for uh, let's say you wanted to host i don't know something he, he, do you have to is like does that like an is there like a, an approval to do it like let's say you want to do the ritual right mm-hmm. and i just use that as, as the example do you have to get that approved by like a high priest or you just make that call
2: no you can just make that call i mean um We used to have grottos, you know, covens, if you will, Uh, the grotto system where we had little individual geographically based groups. And we stopped doing that uh, about 15 to 20 years ago, because with the internet, you don't really need to do that anymore. I mean, if Church of Satan members want to go hook up with each other, first of all, if they want to hook up and collaborate on a project, they're not really limited to who lives around them. Uh, Radio Free Satan, going back to that example, that was founded... By a group of Satanists, COS members in Chicago, but you know we have DJs from all around the world who uh, you know are making their podcasts and sending them in. You don't need to all be in the same city to do that. Um, so you don't need the Church Satan's approval to get together with other Satanists and go do things. If you want uh, the Church of Satan to go help network through and promote things, yeah, that's a different story. So. When it came to our 50th anniversary, for example, in 2016, there were some Satanists who wanted to do something special and wanted to organize, you know, events for that. So they had planned those together. And with the support of the Church of Satan as, you know, an organization, they can get that news out to all of the the members who check in and so on. Does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, that does. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think what's interesting though about like the entire, the entire like, I guess I don't want to say set up, but the entire like organization, I guess is I do like the fact that you guys all kind of accept the individual for their individual choices. And yeah. I think that's a big key to I think humanity in general is understanding that we have individual choices, right? And we can make those choices, whether they're good or bad or not. And I think, you know, if you make a good choice, you know, you make a good choice, you make a bad one, then you have to deal with the consequence of what comes with that, right? And I think mm-hmm. I think all that is it's 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 a, it's an open idea and i think it's a good idea and i think it's uh, unfortunate that everybody sees you guys as a as a negative in, in a negative context right where it's like again just always just to me i've never heard anybody say anything positive about the church of satan right and it's mm-hmm. like is there i don't really know of any evidence where you guys are actually bad or evil you know what i mean like there might be people who claim to be satanist that do unfortunate things but they're not necessarily church of satan people you know what i mean
2: correct but, yeah we don't allow. uh people who do that you do occasionally find some crazy person in the news who's hearing voices in his head and uh, either claims to be uh, a satanist because he you know believes satan is a real thing and worshiping it or maybe the media just finds you know that there's a murder and there are black candles on the scene so they'll write in the headline oh satanist killer
0: Right. And that's, a, that's gotta be like a continuous issue, right? Not a continuous issue, but yeah, like when it happens, it's like, uh, again, right? Yeah. Like, how do you. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. We, we were always um, sending corrections in to, you know, the media and we're watching things closely when things like that happen. we've gotten people even in, even in these recent years where you would think like journalists could just take 10 seconds to search like look us up or look right. on Wikipedia or something like that. They don't care. It's like all about the clickbait headlines, but we've gotten some major publications to go retract, you know, some lines when they've oh, really said explicit lies. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good. that's good. That's good.
2: So you guys have people that are like kind of PR
1: people that, that are working to, to, to help situations like that when to keep
2: you guys. Yeah. And that's something I do as well as a mm-hmm. media representative, you know, kind of check in with the other members say, Hey, you know, this article came up that mentions us and, Sometimes it's good, though. Sometimes it's like, oh, you know, this article mentioned us and, well, they did a good job and they didn't really, you know, they didn't have to make up anything or lie. Other times, like I've I've done interviews with, uh, you know, papers or TV show, TV news programs and stuff, and then they don't end up using anything, you know, of mine or anything we've recorded (laughs) Because you know, it doesn't fit uh, fit the narrative, I think some news stations are disappointed. It's like, oh, we wanted to interview you because we thought, you know, you sacrificed babies and did all these other things. Oh, you don't do that. Oh, well, that's like kind of disappointing. <laughs> you know, it doesn't fit into our story about the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, uh, oh, there's ahead. these there's these
1: pictures that I see on on the website that kind of like a scrolling pictures, and it's like photos of people kind of dressed up or with mm-hmm. these animal. Head masks yeah. on and like naked women and so do you, is there like these crazy parties that that happen that you guys get together and just kind of let it all hang out so to speak?
2: Oh yeah, those happen every yeah. once in a while. Not some, not as much these days, unfortunately, with uh, with COVID and the lockdowns.
1: Yeah, the Zoom. We're trying to Zoom, be careful, but Zoom party where you. Or
2: yeah, we have. I've I've known some people have done Zoom rituals. We, we had uh, about a year ago a, a little Zoom uh, dedication ritual for uh, a a member who passed away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, you see, there are some uh, some examples there from from our rituals.
1: So those are rituals. Is that separate from like, hey, we're all in the Church of Satan. Let's just get together and throw a wild party or something.
2: Is that? Yeah, it's different. I mean, if church, if and when Church and Satan members want to hook up with each other, I mean, it may be for ritual, maybe for other social events. You know.
0: Yeah. What do you think, uh, we are going to have to wrap it up here, but I, uh, what do you think is the biggest, like, misconception of Satanism that you wish to just go away?
2: Well, these days, the idea that Satanism can be anything you want, I'd like to see that go away, because I just see so many clueless people, especially online, who take this mishmash of occult stuff or take, uh, you know, some bits and pieces of things they put online and put it together and say, like, yeah, this is Satanism, I'm a Satanist. And it's like, no, Satanism was a religion codified in 1966 by Antoine LeVay, who then wrote the Satanic Bible. There was no, I've seen no evidence of a religion calling itself Satanism before then. Gotcha. Uh, There have certainly been devil worshippers that existed throughout the centuries, And there are a lot of those even were cases of aristocrats who were bored and wanted to have an excuse to have an orgy. So they would do like a black mass or something like that. Sure. But an actual religion calling itself Satanism with, you know, complete with an ethics code and, you know, symbolism and all this other stuff that to make it an actual religion. I've seen no evidence of that prior to the Church of Satan. And I know people on the outside, when I make these Points people who aren't Satanists might say, "Oh well, you know, this person from the Church of Satan says this person from I don't know, like the Mosque of Lucifer is. He says he's not a real Satanist, but this is just you know quabbling between different religion, different religious de- denominations. And I know from the outside it looks like that, but it's really not because I mean, different religion." denominations, they're denominations because they share some kind of theology in common. The different Christian religions, for example, at the end of the day, they still believe in the same God, the same deity structure, the same Bible. They have different interpretations. But when we're talking about the Church of Satan and some serial killer in the news who happens to have like black candles, it's like, no, you can't. I don't think it's right to call that Satanism. Right. There's nothing, it has nothing theologically in common with us. Or these other people who set up groups and call themselves Satanists, but then have nothing in common with us aside from maybe some of the same jewelry.
0: Bill, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. It is, thank you for providing so much insight uh, to me and Mike about everything. Uh, I think our audience is really going to enjoy this one because I think one of our big things with our show is that we like to let people just talk about. Whatever it is, you know, whether it's politics, Mm -hmm. whether it's video games, whether it's comic books, I mean, we've had a very, uh, very wide array of guests and I, I'm very thankful for you taking the time and being here and providing us that insight, because, uh, yeah, you definitely have opened up my mind a little more to understanding more about this, uh, the religion, and understanding it's kind of purpose and stuff. So thank you for that.
2: Yeah, sure. You guys run a great show and, you know, we're all humans looking for some kind of a way to organize what we're seeing in the world and have a, you know, lens to view through that. And for me, that's Satanism for somebody else. It may be something else.
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, and we like to have, you know, a a lot of different types of points of view on things, Mm -hmm. but I think one thing we can all share, I'm looking at your nine satanic sins and, the number one is probably my favorite one and it's yes. stupidity. And I feel like that should be <laughs> something that everyone can take from the church of Satan is come on, let's, uh, that, that's the top of the list for, yeah. for a lot of people, right? Let's just not be so stupid all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill, uh, just one more time. Uh, where can they mm-hmm. find your podcast?
2: So I'm on RadioFreeSatan.com and my show is The Devil's Mystery. You can find lots of other shows that we have on there as well.
0: Awesome. And then do you have any social medias at all that you want to plug?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find everything linked from I'mJustABill.com I'm just uh, a yeah. I love it Schoolhouse Rock I've, I've had that uh, domain name since the late 90s so oh that's awesome
0: early. awesome I, my younger audience is probably like what does that mean Schoolhouse Rock <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill thank you again so much I really do appreciate your time uh, Mike do you have any last words
1: let's not be stupid
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's not be stupid indeed yeah, uh, we'll thank that. you again Bill take care okay all right thank you. thanks Bill